What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Friday, August 21st, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the new face of video games, Blessing Eddie Oye Jr. What's up, Greg? Not much. See you're wearing a red shirt now to accent your red mic. I like that. I like where you're Oh, yeah. No, that's exactly why I wore it uh, to match my mic. No, I wore it because, of course, it's, it's my Spot on Me shirt. Shout out sure. to Spot on Me, Khalif Adams. Uh, they just had an exciting announcement yesterday that they're sure. being sponsored by Reebok. Which is really cool, and so shout out to them. It's it's really good news for them. And then I was sad to see that I had to pull all support from the podcast directly following that and buy oh, a no. pair of Nikes because oh, I don't no. know if you saw completely unprovoked and for no reason. Uh, Khalif, after his big announcement, decided to send a photo of how he puts condiments on both sides of a sandwich and mock me okay. and take my wife's side in it. And so that was salting the earth, and it's over for him. I have to burn him and spawn me to the I, ground. So everybody, I feel buy like I'm, from I'm, now on. I missed the detail here. You you don't you don't uh, you know use the condiments on both sides of the bread when you're no when that you're doesn't I was not raised what? that way and that doesn't make any sense That's... if I'm making a ham and cheese sandwich right bread down mustard mm-hmm. on one side then uh-huh. it's ham and it's cheese and you put them together that's it I don't Unless, want it to I mean, be I don't want it to be overflowing much. with condiments the meat, the I want to taste the meat out. it's gonna fall let the out. meat breathe so yeah it's gonna like slide it out I hate that shit. Like you gotta hold on to the sandwich tighter. Like that isn't that is that sounds like one of those got mush. You got that mush. I'm not. I, here's when it, when you see the bread and it gets all mushed down and it comes up between your fingers because you're having to hold on so tight. Mm-hmm. It reminds me when I was, I was a kid and I take a loaf of bread down to Lake Allen in Glen Allen, Illinois, and okay. I take up the bread and I roll it up and I put it on a hook and I toss it in and I catch goldfish out of Lake Allen. All right, I'm not uh, a fucking goldfish. Greg, Greg. I don't want bread all molded up and like put in the little Greg. balls in my mouth in between my fingers. What, Kevin? I don't believe you pronounce the s. That's true, I know. Okay, and wait. Just, in what I'm word? Illinois. Illinois. Oh, I Illinois. I thought you meant goldfish. J stuff there. <laughs> I was like, wait. Have <laughs> <laughs> so, I been saying it wrong this whole time? Also, bless from the way you're talking, it sounds like you've never done this before, which to me tells me what? you're a man and put the sauce on both sides. To me, I've done I've done it both ways. And here's the thing: I'm not. But judging. have you like, really? I think, have you really? See, you seem like you're judging. It seemed like there's no. some judgment there. I'm. I think there's validity to both sides. Like I, 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 like yes, Khalif shouldn't call you out specifically for that. And that's but- the thing. And if we can be honest for a second, Khalif Adams, I thought a good person out there on Twitter every day, representing, fighting the good fight, all this stuff. And then look at this. I'm just walking down the street, and what happens? Sucker punch, hail mary, out of the. And I'm like, oh, who was it? Was it a bad guy? And I open my eyes, and it's Khalif. And I'm like, you. It was you. Mm. You would do this to me. You know what I mean? Because I won this fight. The poll went up on Twitter. I was right. One side of the sandwich gets the condiment. That's who won. Jen was put in her place. And now Mm -hmm. Khalif coming in, trying to let Jen back out. And I won't have it. She's locked up for a reason. Greg, I I think you're putting an extra emphasis on the Ka part of his name. Sounds a little weird. No, that's all all you say. That's how he says it. Really? Now who looks like an idiot, Kevin? Well, nobody can see me, so I don't look like anything. (laughs) Damn it. He got you. Now, it's a Friday. We're all having fun. There is a lot of video game news to get to. But more importantly, before we get to that, Kevin, you said you went to a new bagel spot today. I don't think I did. Okay, fine. I'll break the news then. I had donuts today. I woke up with a hanker and some donuts, and I went and got some donuts, and they were delicious. Oh, what kind Uh, of donuts? I was going with the sprinkle variety. You know what I mean? I got a bunch over there. Mm. Sprinkles make me uncomfortable. Too many times. I'm with... So you got Kevin a long here. john in there, oh. a maple long john. You got a wagon wheel. Oh, you got just yeah. a, you, a regular you old. Can, you can never go wrong with a maple long john. No. You guys call maple long, long john might be the best donut. 
Wow, that's a that's a bold statement I, that I don't know if I can get no, behind. I and I'm not I'm not bringing in like gourmet stuffed or like super fancy stuffed. donuts. I'm talking about like it is your not base stuffed donut. going back there. No, no, no. Your no, base I'm, donuts. I'm going maple long john. No, dude. do you want? Do you want? Yeah, do you want filling inside it? No. See, I no. think that's all very true. That's I, I I think it's a bold choice as a kid growing up. I loved a good long john. But I was surprised today when I opened the box and Jen picked it up and she, and she was like, you're not a big fan of filling donuts, are you? And I was like, are you? And she's like, I don't know. I didn't have real thoughts on it, but I, that's why I picked this one. I'm like, there's no filling in that. Thoughts. I mean, yeah, I have real thoughts on that. I just guess I, when I asked her, she's been looking for that wagon wheel donut forever. Like she, we were, when we were looking for donuts a couple weekends ago, we, she wanted a wagon wheel donut in the places we were going there, all the bougie SF ones. They didn't Wait, have I'm it. sorry. So, which one's a wagon wheel? Is that the old one? It's like a big old tractor tire. That's got the like notches. That you break no, off? no, no, that's a different. That's the old fashioned. Okay, okay, yeah, that is this, the old fashioned. This guy's this guy's the wagon wheel. Okay, okay. So just yeah, the, yeah. Just yeah, the, yeah. the plane. I'm trying orange. not to end up on Reddit as I dump my donuts all over the ground. You know sure. what I mean? Live stream fails. Not again. <laughs> not again. <laughs> but Greg, how cool would it be if you dropped one? I catch it. I get to eat the donut. God, <laughs> Kevin, if we had the technology, like that's you know, Tim and I just did the kind of funny mini update stream about all the stuff from January. We we're talking about well, yeah, you know, COVID kind of fucks everything up. What a great reveal it would be if we were back in the studio if we did something like that and you caught it and then we just like pushed all this cardboard down <laughs> and we're back Aww. in the studio. We're like, Yay! You know what I'm thinking? You know Bob's Donuts uh, by oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it cartoon. would be it'd be really fun if you dropped it. And I had Paula above me dropping it because you know it's a big donut. Yeah, yeah. And, and oh yeah, I yeah. That's a great that point. Actually, one, that's a really good. You know point. what I mean? Well, I, I feel like we could do it. Maybe I get a big donut out of it. You know what I'm saying? Huh? <laughs> so yeah, you I know went, what? You just sold me on that idea. Everybody who uh, right now, what I'm looking over here, we have like 1,300 people live watching this. Wow. Obviously, about 20,000 will watch you on YouTube. 1,300 people watch this. Everybody act like not when it's when it happens next time, just for, you forgot about it. You know what oh, I mean? When it does, kids, when not, these, there's no way these kids are gonna remember that. Like if we do it a week from now, they'll be like, what? 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 Great. And they're sitting there eating the fucking kind of funny trough. <laughs> they don't know what they're getting. <laughs> then we trick them into coming to work with us and ruining their lives and moving to a state on fire with a million lightning strikes and a whole bunch of other <laughs> horrible shit happening. Blessing. And Andy. Oh, got you. How does it feel to be do. far away from your family? They never loved you, Blessing. <laughs> I this want you to know that, all right? This is a hell state. I don't know if you saw the TikTok I posted last night. Uh, <laughs> but, like, everything is going wrong here. And I, I don't understand why, like, all I, I don't understand why this is the state that everybody seems to want to move to. It's I horrible almost, here. I almost retweeted it and been like, you know, these problems weren't here before you were. You... That's the joke I made, too. Yeah, yeah but I, there I were definitely too many dumb dumbs were making that joke. No, he's interrupted enough about all the stupid things we're so doing. You if you like bullshitting around, you should listen to the kind of funny podcast. And then we're doing a PS I Love You today. They'll have more of that at the start. Oh. But for right now, let's talk about the fact that Fortnite's next season might be Marvel themed. Iron Man VR is getting a new patch, and three four three denies Thorot's report because this. It's kind of funny. Games Daily each and every weekday on a variety of platforms. We run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show at Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games. That's right. Patreon.com slash kind of funny games. You can ask us questions. Uh, you can be in the show. You can squad up. You can do so much more. You, of course, can get the show ad free. You, of course, can uh, watch it live. I guess everybody's watching live right now. Uh, and you can get an exclusive post show we do each and every weekday. However, if you have no bucks to toss our way at patreon.com slash kind of funny games to say you're doing a good job, no big deal. You can head over to youtube.com slash kind of funny games, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe. If that's not good enough for you, you can watch as we record the show live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games if you're watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games you have a special job go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games i already said all that stuff so i'll do it again 
uh, housekeeping for you. Guess what, everybody? Tomorrow's the motherfucking day. DC Fandome. It's, it's like if Greg, you know, I've talked about this before, Blessing. If God came to me and said, Greg, what what's your ideal version of heaven, right? I've said it. It would be DC Universe Online. I would go live in DC Universe Online. It's been that way since I was a kid in Catholic school. Sure. If God came to me and said, Greg, what's your ideal personal E3? You Wait, know what I would DC, say? Was DC Universe Online around when you were a kid in Catholic school? No, I'm kind of merging the stories there. Where There's a much more long-winded Greg story of being like mm-hmm. in the fourth grade and walking home one day with a friend from Catholic school in our little uniforms and we were talking about heaven. And I was like, they were like, he described his version of heaven and I described mine as just being able to live Metropolis. in Metropolis with superpowers. Mm-hmm. And then that's what DC Universe Online was. Uh, I digress. DC Fandom is this weekend. It has a gajillion DC panels, including, of course, one on Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, WB Montreal's next game, the motherfucking Snyder Cut. The motherfucking Snyder Cut is happening and every other DC movie. It starts at 10 a.m. Pacific, and we will be live reacting to just about everything. Every game and movie panel, at least, on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. It'll be me joined by a variety of your favorite kind of funny personalities. Blessing, which panels are you coming to? Uh, I'm actually, I actually just added myself to the schedule for the WB Montreal game and the nice. Rock City game because I care about those. Good. I will need yeah. someone there to talk to me as Barrett will, of course, be inconsolable. <laughs> he will be sobbing. It'll be like every time you see like Belinda talk about Taylor Swift, that's going to be Barrett tomorrow. Mm. Uh, so yeah, 10 a.m. tomorrow, twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. Obviously, breakouts of the live reactions will go live on the normal YouTube channels. Uh, the way we're doing screen, we're going to do a special screencast for next week, right, Kevin, where we're going to bundle everything together like reactions and talk about it there. That sounds right. Uh, on top of that, of course, it is election season. November's right around the corner, and we've partnered with Gamers Vote. You can go to www.gamers.vote to get registered to vote here in the United States of America. Obviously, if you're not in the United States, just ignore everything I just said. But if you are in the United States, uh, get out there, vote, make your opinion heard. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Mohammed Muhammad and Blackjack. Today, we're brought to you by DoorDash, but I'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. The power of donuts made me go longer. Six items on the Roper Report. All right, so now here's what I need everybody to do, all right? If you're driving your car, put your blinker on, pull to the side of the road, put it in park, because I don't want you to pass out from this news. Ladies and gentlemen, is the next season of Fortnite about to be Marvel themed? Kevin, I put a link in here and highlighted it. Can you show this? Because this went up this morning across all the usual suspects, the Fortnite Twitter, uh, the Marvel Twitter, everywhere else. And what it is, of course, we're looking at the Fortnite tweet. It is a hammer, a lightning bolt, and these are all emojis, hammer, lightning bolt, and then rainbow emojis. And underneath it, a little video looping of uh, August 27th, 2020. Oh, that's sexy. It's very sexy. That's real sexy. Do you know anything about anything I'm about to talk about? No, not at all. It's about to get into Greg Miller wet dreams kind of thing. Not exactly heaven, but close enough that I'll take it. Uh, so you look here and it's like, okay, cool. If you're an audio listener, it's space behind uh, the Fortnite logo. Uh, inside the Fortnite logo is comic art of you'd think Thor with the lightning bolts coming out of his eyes. Obviously, the hammer lightning bolt and the the rainbow bridge being, or the rainbow being the bridge, the Bifrost and all that jazz that mm-hmm. Thor uses, right? Again, too, if you remember when Captain America debuted uh, for in Fortnite in his trailer and he walked away, they kind of did a pan to where he came from and he had the Bifrost around him that we're all familiar from the MCU movies, making people go, oh, Thor's coming. Ladies and gentlemen, 
it gets so much fucking sexier than that. We're going to go now to Jordan Oleman over at IGN. Epic Games has teased that Thor may be coming to Fortnite as part of Season 4, while rumors swirl that the entire season may be Marvel-themed. The Fortnite account tweeted out a short clip of the God of Thunder overlaid in the game's logo, as well as a release date of August 27th, 2020. A massive Marvel branding sticker appears underneath the art, suggesting that this promotion extends beyond Thor and may incorporate more superheroes into the game as the season progresses. I saw the Marvel thing this morning underneath it. You can't miss it if you're if you're watching live. You see it right or later. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, I don't. That's a bridge too far, I think, to jump. Like, yeah, whatever. Marvel's worked with Fortnite a bunch. Here's where it gets sexy, sexy though. Earlier this week, Fortnite news account HypeX tweeted that they had heard from a trusted source that season four may be Marvel themed, suggesting that, quote, Thor and his hammer are going to be cosmetics, end quote. Hmm. Now that rumor has been made official, HypeX has teased a number of details about season four, claiming it will feature a, quote, Marvel slash Thor point of interest, a Wolverine skin and comic book pages for players to collect hidden throughout the Fortnite map. Blessing. That's pretty cool. Eddie Oye Jr. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, I think this is exciting. I don't know if I think it's, it's as exciting as, as you think it is. So I want to know, like, what, what about anymore? If it's not about fucking dancing or some Japanese schoolgirl who's got a nightmare you need to go it, into, you blessing. don't want to do it. God damn it. What I mean, what is it about this that like is, is blowing you away? Because this isn't the first time we've seen Marvel have crossover with Fortnite. Because we we've had uh, the Avengers Endgame thing or Wisdom Infinity sure. or, or both, where sure you could play as the Avengers, right, and like turn into them and play play against each other, and like they've they, they've had that as a thing before. What about this one specifically is hyping you up? It's the fact that if it's an entire season theme, mm. yes, we've yeah. I mean, to your point, like I, I you know, I, I've been back on the Fortnite train here in the last few weeks playing. I'm playing as Captain America, if, and I put up a screenshot not too long ago where I was like, Fortnite, Fortnite knows how to get my money, and it was all my saved uh, loadouts and builds, right? And it was all, it was uh, Star Lord, it was Black Widow, it was uh, uh, Captain America, it was Batman, it was Aquaman. Who Aquaman, of course, in the current season. Somebody immediately was like, I oh, didn't get, you didn't get Deadpool last season because Deadpool's there. Having comic characters in the game, not at nothing all, new. nothing new. That's cool. I like that. Obviously, and as you pointed out for uh, Endgame, right? In or was it Endgame? And they had done it for Infinity War, right? I where they had the think it might have been both. Yeah, they had the crossover where you could f- or become Thanos or whatever. Like that stuff's all well and good, and I get that. For me, it's that this as a Fortnite, and I, I don't even want to say Fortnite fan because obviously I'm not like hardcore, hardcore. But as somebody who pays attention and plays at least, and checks in on every season, like. This is talking about the entire season being themed Marvel Blessing. Mm-hmm. Like right now, like if you turned it on, right, it's the whole like a uh, beach theme or whatever. And that's why Aquaman's there in the water. Season before this, right, was spies and there was that theme. If the theme is Marvel, this would go so far in above. Uh, I mean, if, mm-hmm. and I could totally be hyping myself up and then be let down, uh, what, in less than a week now. This would be next Thursday that the uh, Fortnite season four drops. Um, the way they're making this sound in the way they're making it seem granted we're going off of rumors i'm thinking that like when you boot it up and you it's going to be that you're running around uh new york and there'll be daily bugle references and stuff the trailer right and then when you go to your hub world where you can check in on your challenges or build your umbrella or whatever they're going to put there this time that's mm-hmm. got they always have that giant war table you can go to i assume that's going to be like a helicarrier right that would have to have nick fury there and shit like that like it's if i'm 
I'm thinking of it being the entire game is going to be in some way skinned Marvel. Of course, when we drop in the map and what they call out here, right, that there'll be a Marvel slash Thor point of interest. The rest of the map, obviously, you know how that the map changes season to season or whatever. Yeah, I expect it still to be the normal things you would have seen before or have already with slight changes. But then there'd be one Marvel area. But I'm thinking the entire basically it's still going to be Fortnite, but I feel like it's for the season is going to be wrapped in this Marvel package. And Do you that think it's like an super excited. Do you think it's like an involving thing then where week one and two it is here's the Thor point of interest on the map. Here are the Thor skins, mm, the Thor mm. theme stuff. And then weeks three and four, things start to shift towards Iron Man. And then weeks five, six, you start to get Captain America stuff. Is that kind of what your your vision could be for it? I mean, I, I, I could see them doing more with the map that way, but you figure Battle Pass gets revealed day and date. So on the yeah. 27th, that Battle Pass is going to get revealed. And that's when I think, yeah, that entire Battle Pass is going to be themed out for uh marvel and who is that you know like it gets me excited because i've never personally had that motivation to go through and hit the level cap in the battle pass right to get up to rank 100 i play it and i enjoy it and there's always something on there i'm looking for and sometimes i don't think this season i bought the battle pass but or no no i don't maybe i didn't i forget if i bought the battle pass for this one but like if there's cool Marvel shit that entire way through, I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to go do that. I want to have it. But like, I, this feels like a season of Fortnite that I'm not just going to play for a couple weeks and then bounce on. It feels like something mm-hmm. I'd actually do and try to do all the challenges and have a great time with. In a, in a way, this feels like it's been a long time coming, right? With the 100%. previous, yeah, with the previous Marvel crossovers that we've seen with Fortnite, and there, I, I think there was a question last week talking about how with the whole Epic versus Apple stuff and uh, Epic doing the discounts in Fortnite and like, what does that mean for Fortnite? Is Fortnite dropping in popularity and all this stuff? This seems like a perfect way to have uh, somewhat of a comeback and not necessarily like, oh yeah, Fortnite's the biggest thing in the, in the universe again, because I, I think it's, it's still it's still up there as far as being the biggest thing in the universe. Just we don't talk about it as much because mm-hmm. it's a well-known quantity now. We know sure. what it is. Uh, but yeah, this I think if what you're saying is true and this whole season is themed Fortnite, and they're able to, t- or themed uh, uh, Marvel, and they're able to take ownership of that and really go all the way with it, then, yeah, I think I think that is exciting, and I think that causes uh, somewhat of a, I'm going to use the word revival, even though I don't think I mean the word revival, but like, a, like this comeback in a way for Fortnite. Sure. Well, I think it also is interesting that I think it opens the door in a very interesting way of what other properties could do that. You know, again, Marvel has worked so closely with Fortnite for so long. You know, it, going back to like the Russos premiering one of the trailers for one of the Avengers in there, right? Like, I really do think then you start wondering who would actually work with it. What I did find interesting mm-hmm. this morning, right, is like, uh, you know, this, I would say this past week, I'm being loose because I don't remember the exact dates, right? But like, they had put the Harley Quinn skins back up. And I was like, oh shit, I missed these the first time around. I'll buy them now. And then Batman and Catwoman to pop back up too. And I might have that out of order. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then today, right, three hours ago, they tweeted the Marvel stuff. One hour ago, they tweeted, a little mayhem never hurt anyone. Grab the Harley Quinn outfit along with the rest of DC content before it leaves the shop. Now, of course, that's not permanently on the shop, but I do find it interesting. Like, oh, they're like probably trying to get their last bits of DC juice out there. Because I'd imagine, even though, you know, right now I can have... Aquaman running around with Captain America's shield or Cap with Aquaman's uh, thing or Batman with, you know, you can mix and match yeah. Marvel and DC properties. It's probably somewhere in the contract, right? If they're going to do an entire season of Marvel, they can't sell any DC stuff during it. I'm sure yeah. DC has that same idea too. Man, Fortnite, Fortnite is such a cool thing where it almost feels like it is the... Greg, you, you've, you've played a little bit of Pokemon Go and so you probably know the Pokemon Ditto, right? Yes, I do know Ditto. Ditto, of course, the little really the little creepy eyes. Blob. 
uh, really creepy eyes that turns into every other Pokemon, right? Yeah. I feel like in a way, Fortnite is kind of ditto, where Fortnite is, in terms of aesthetic and in terms of uh, what it does with its world, it feels malleable enough to where it can it can have uh, Marvel themed stuff, and if and that feels like it fits naturally, or it can go yeah. into DC and that feels like it fits naturally. They can premiere a trailer for Tenet, and <laughs> it feels kind of weird, but like because Fortnite is Fortnite, and because like Epic knows how to use their engine, and because that because at the base level, Fortnite is kind of vanilla enough, but yet sure. has enough personality to where they can do all these different uh, uh, crossovers and, and, and marketing deals and different things, and it feel natural to the game. It does kind of feel like sky's the limit for, for Fortnite as far as, you know, if this, if this season is themed Marvel, like, could the, could the next season be themed uh, DC? Or could they have a whole Nolan-themed uh, season? Or could they have a whole Nickelodeon-themed season? Like, if, can they yeah. just do that? And what yeah. does that do for the game and the popularity of the game and the future of what this game is? You, and you have to wonder, I mean, this is a conversation probably for a different day because it'd be a great headline, but like the other franchises you could partner with this, like Marvel is so fucking huge right now, right? Like, so you, I think you have to be on that level to be that huge and that humongous. Yeah. The season last, you know, weeks. So you want to make sure that you're not committing to something that would turn people off. Whereas I think this being this first thing, I wonder. Uh, to your, the point you're making before that, though, that I really do agree with, for me what Fortnite reminds me the most of now, especially right now is when I was a kid growing up playing with my action figures where I open that drawer and I have all these different toys and I pull out certain ones and then have, you know, run around and, and play with them and have them have their own storylines and things like that. Like captain America dropping in Fortnite, I was like, fuck yes. And then when I got him and put him in the game and especially as I've been jonesing for more and more Avengers, I think that's one of the reasons I've been pushed to play more and more Fortnite as him because it does make sense. Like for me personally, like, Dropping in his Batman and landing and then picking up my AR and running around shooting people. I'm like, mm -hmm. this totally doesn't work for me in the same way Gotham City Imposters really didn't work for me, right? It, but like Captain America with his shield on his back and a gun, he looks just like he fucking did in Captain America First Avenger, right? Running around fucking fighting Nazis. And it's yeah. like, yeah, fuck yeah, this is awesome. And I can like in my head wrap uh, why I'm doing that, what it's going to be. And then to think about... And again, who knows if it'll actually be this way, but think about what a Marvel battle pass would look like in terms of here's like, because I don't give a shit what music track I listen to in Fortnite. I don't give a shit what skin my guns wrapped in. Uh, even for Captain America right now, I don't feel like there's any good uh, trails for when you're skydiving to come off them that I'm like, this is what I want for him. Like if all of those little aesthetic and little like personalization choices are somehow Marvel themed, I think I saw go by in the uh, chat, right? Dropping, if they're going to do something where they show black widow, like they did tenant or something, or they do a trailer drop for that in there. Like yeah. if it is just for 10 weeks or whatever, I, I think that's how long it is. Correct me if I'm wrong. Kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. How long a Fortnite uh, season is. If it is just a season of cool Marvel shit and Easter eggs, fuck yeah, let's go. Yeah. I'm all, I'm all about that. Uh, and Disney specifically seems to love Fortnite too. Um, yeah. Because it's, it, it's good to point out that like Star Wars has also had exclusive Fortnite stuff. And I could also see like a, a Star Wars season happen in Fortnite if they want if they wanted it to. Um, and so, yeah, this is this is actually very exciting stuff. Uh, I have a question here from Lenny Kravik. Not Lenny Kravitz, Lenny Kravik, who wrote into Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games, just like you can. It says... Hi, KFGD hosts. In this week's Gamescast, there was a topic about delaying Avengers, and there is maybe a reason why they can't delay it. According to Dana Miners, the source close to YouTube, and then he recaps everything we were just talking about. Season 4 launches next week and doesn't suffer any delays like the previous season. Also, the beta of Avengers awarded players with a pickaxe in Fortnite. It almost feels like gaming synergy of the two games for September. What's your take? 
Will Greg be bankrupt due to another batch of Marvel skins in Fortnite? Keep up the good work. And sorry, I'm not a native speaker. You did great, Lenny. Don't worry about it. Uh, basically, Lenny's point, though, is on Gamescast, we were talking about the PC version of Avengers having a whole bunch of different problems. If you didn't see yesterday, they put out patch notes for this round of beta, which is their third beta weekend, where they're, they put in uh, for the console stuff, the t- turn off the camera shake, turn off the mer- motion blur, blur, and then uh, stabilization, stuff like that, which I thought was interesting. I don't think... Uh, to your point, Lenny, that no, they can't delay. First off, I don't think Avengers is in such bad shape. It needs to be delayed at this point. I think they could use more time and more polish, but every game could. I don't think it's to that point. I This is definitely hand-in-hand with them for a reason. You don't understand that like next week, yeah, Fortnite season what four will kick off, and if it's all Marvel theme, everyone's talking about Marvel, and there's already a tie into the Avengers, and then the next week, Marvel's Avengers come out. Like That's definitely on purpose. That's definitely riding this wave yeah. of Marvel games pushing it and trying to get the thing everywhere. My question is, though, is that a good thing to do? Like, I, I'm talking to you right now, Blessing, right? Of like, I'm fucking in. I can't wait to do this, yada, yada, yada. In the same breath, though, I'm more excited for Avengers than I am this Fortnite content. And so does that pull me away? And suddenly, are they vying for my time? Are they, if we were, if, you know, I'm gonna, I know I have so many friends who want to play Avengers with me right now. Am I going to be able to get them to hop off and go run challenges in Fortnite? Yeah, when I when I first saw the story, that was kind of the first thing I was thinking of was, all right, does this take away from Marvel's Avengers launch if if for, if this Fortnite season is truly going to be Marvel themed and they go through let's say different Avengers stuff and different Marvel Marvel hero stuff, right? What does that do for Marvel's Avengers which is vying for the same attention? And I don't know, I think I think if they if they synergize in a way where it does feel like you're getting rewards uh for either one through playing the other game, I think they. I think that could work out nicely, right? If the more I play, that's Fortnite, interesting. The more if they I, actually have more, if they continues beyond. Right now, of course, it's the yeah. Hulkbuster uh, hands or the Hulk hands uh, that you get that are pickaxes. Yeah, like if they really ride each other's waves and and, re- and really partner on that, I think there could be something powerful there as far as building the player player bases for both games and and uh, giving players incentives to play both to unlock stuff uh, in both games. Granted, I yeah. don't know how much how, how much people would enjoy that because like. With Avengers already, we're hitting a point where people are getting annoyed with the uh, uh, with cosmetic stuff being available through uh, Verizon or Intel. And I saw somebody tweeted at us yesterday, like there are packs of gum, like five gum. Oh yeah, that comes with ex- exclusive stuff. Like Avengers every time I'm getting... in the little bodega, I check to see if they have it. <laughs> <laughs> like Marvel's Avengers is getting out of control with how some of that stuff is working in the game. And so, but but I think that kind of lends to this theory of hey, like out of out of all of, all of these different products, right? Intel, Five Gum. Uh, I was gonna say Chipotle, but I think that was Tony Hawk. That was Tony Hawk. Yeah, yeah. Sadly. Yeah, but between all these, sadly, uh, between if, if I don't, if Chipotle had a a Hulk skin like from fucking skin. Endgame, where he's got the two tacos. Yeah. Okay, you know what? Fuck yeah, bring sign it back me up. Me. I'd be all about that. Um, I think Fortnite makes the most sense. I think that would be one where I'd be like, all right, like we're still that makes sense for 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 what video games are doing, right? For for yeah. Avengers being a video game and for what I, I as a gamer is am probably going to interact with. I am I am probably not going to go and find some sort of Verizon product uh yeah, no, in order no, no, to no, get no. a specific specific skin. I will download Fortnite, a free game, so that I can play one match, so that I can get some skin in Avengers. Sure. And through That's- that, you know, I'll probably fall in and play more matches if what they if um you know what they want to do works out for me. Yeah, that's an interesting way to do it because I it 
I guess it will be more splitting the time between them of like when you've done your dailies and your weeklies and Avengers. And again, we're like multiple weeks into launch or whatever, and hopefully it's gone well and everybody likes the game. Then, yeah, I guess there is more time to pop over to Fortnite. But I'm, it's going to be fascinating if both are going at the same time and if they're both hitting the same way. Because I'm all about this. Like that sounds like a lot of fun of much as much as I like Fortnite jumping in and doing it. Uh, nanobiologist in your wrong jumps in to say that it's breaking. Hypex, who actually got quoted in the story here as the, the, the uh, news account who tweeted about the trusted source stuff, has also tweeted now saying that there's going to be a Groot uh, skin in the battle pass. So, oh, so, yeah, it looks like that's all onto, on, onto it. So that's fucking rad i can't wait uh number two though let's stay on this fortnite train uh fortnite's got an apple event in game this is james bachelor over at gamesindustry.biz epic games is drawing further attention to its ongoing dispute to apple with an in-game event for fortnite now apple has blocked fortnite from the io app app store ios users are prevented from downloading future updates so as the current in-game season comes to a close epic games is marking the occasion with the hashtag free fortnite cup uh, the event runs across all platforms this Sunday, August 23rd, 2020, and offers prizes themed around the dispute, including hashtag free Fortnite hats uh, that feature a parody of Apple's logo. There uh, will also be the chance to win a Tart Tycoon outfit, the Apple-themed Big Brother character from Epic's 1980 Fortnite short film. Epic Games is even giving away 1,200 hardware prizes, including Alienware gaming laptops, PlayStation 4 uh, Pros, Xbox One Xs, and Nintendo Switches. Uh, since the original ban on Fortnite and Epic's subsequent lawsuit, the dispute has escalated with Apple terminating Epic's developer accounts and tools access. Epic responded with a restraining order, <laughs> claiming the move not only cuts off Epic Games, but all developers using Unreal on iOS. Uh, the Fortnite company is currently embroiled in a similar dispute with Google. Some industry uh, professionals have voiced concerns o about how Epic is utilizing the Fortnite fan base in a legal dispute. GamesIndustry.biz has discussed, discussed this in both Rebecca Valentine's recent opinion piece and the latest episode of our podcast. Uh, I want to go right into this next one here because this is a question from Billy the Door that is jumping right off that that I want to turn to you, Blessing. Uh, Billy the Door wrote into Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games and says, Hey, gang, can we talk about how gross it is that Epic has a marketing campaign which boils down to weaponizing their fan base against Apple to help them make more money? There's merch for crying out loud. Uh, even with the narrative that it will help other developers, should Epic still be called out for manipulating its fan base into making them more money? Blessing, I've seen this around. I saw, obviously, uh, Rebecca's been tweeting a lot about it. I haven't had a chance to read her opinion piece about it. Uh, mm -hmm. But obviously, there's been so much, uh, oh, man, they're really trying to weaponize the fan base against Apple in this dispute. What do you think of that? Uh, I mean, I think it's, I, I think they're definitely doing it, right? Like, I, oh, I don't oh, think that's yeah, any no, sort of. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't yeah. think there's any debate there. That's happening, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, like, and we talked about a little bit about this. I think it was me and Imran on, on Tuesday, right? The fact that. Yeah, they are having in-game events for a game that is played by a wide audience, including a lot of kids, right? A lot of teenagers, like all, all sorts of folks who are not adults are playing Fortnite uh, and, adult, and adults too. But like across the board are playing Fortnite. Uh, and yeah, to have to have an event that is spoofing the 1984 thing uh, from Apple, to have merch that is like hashtag free Fortnite and for them to be pushing the hashtag free Fortnite in, uh, in the first and place. Real quick right? time out, just so I think I'm clear and kind of funny.com slash you're wrong. Feel free to get on me uh unless i say otherwise the merch is the hat they're talking about right the physical reward for the for free fortnite cup this weekend they're not selling free Fortnite. are they not selling it i don't know i, mean, I don't know that's the question i I, yeah. I that's what i've been led to believe but i could be wrong let me know in the you're wrong if i'm right or wrong on that but yeah either way like it, it is very obvious what they're doing uh whether or not it's it's wrong like yeah i 
I, but hmm, I don't know where I come down on this as far as, uh, you know, where like whose responsibility is it to keep people informed and to keep, let's say, like the kids protected from this, right? Because yeah. like at a certain point, if I was a, if I was a parent, right, and I saw the, all this stuff going down, and I saw my kid tweeting free Fortnite, I'll probably pull them aside and be like, hey, you know, let's talk about this a bit because right now you're doing the company's bidding and like to the to the epic to the epic part of it right like i i think what epic is doing is very much like a business move i think what they're doing as far as like going after apple right that is very much them being a business trying to make more money and also like trying to break down barriers as far as what apple is doing as a business and uh essentially have essentially monopolizing their store and doing all this different stuff like at the end of this i hope epic wins because i think that's going to be good for the industry at large uh as far as them weaponizing weaponizing their audience like yeah i think it's it's wrong but i also expect them to do it like it's not a thing where i I look at this and i'm surprised that they're going about it this way because this is the way that they're going to win um in fact this might be this might be the biggest way that they're going to win uh this fight and that's the thing right now i i want to i like again i want to be very clear i haven't read reb's uh piece here i have it pulled up and i'm scrolling through it and it's very well written and long so it's not longer than i can read here and get all the different opinions in on it that's my knee-jerk reaction to it, uh, as something I haven't thought too much about it, is that I don't, and this is again without having read a counterpiece and me and Bus- Busting kind of being more middle of the road of like, yeah, but I don't expect it. I don't understand necessarily. My initial take on it would be, as I said, I think on the initial reporting on it, is that I feel like this is the way things will actually change. It is if the iOS Apple fan base is riled up and saying, hey, we don't like this. Hey, this is unfair. Hey, we want Fortnite. Hey, let them do this thing. And that's where you get wrapped into this thing of, as somebody who was doing that before there was a free Fortnite campaign, right? Like when this initially, for xCloud, when I was saying it for xCloud and feeling like nobody's hearing me, nobody nobody cares, to then turn to this one and have a rallying cry behind it, I think is a good thing. I think what's getting lost in translation is again, I'm talking very much in this is something you touched on blessing. I'm talking very much as a 37 year old man who's informed on all this to an extent and is up on all is up on all the epic Apple epic drama, right? Apple epic drama. And I think Reb's article is talking and you're talking too very much more about, yeah, that's you and a whole bunch of other Fortnite players. Sure. But then there's this also huge contingent of, junior high schoolers who don't understand what's happening they understand that epic uh, that the epic that apple has taken away their game and they don't know why yeah so now they're they're out there blindly being a hate mob which i think is what reb's piece is talking about about yeah and i I think it's hard that that's where it becomes hard for me to to quantify uh because for the idea of them weaponizing their audience against apple i am okay with it as long as that audience is the adults like greg miller tweeting free Fortnite or me tweeting free uh free Fortnite or or whatever the verbiage is right us being against uh apple in this whole epic v apple situation right i'm fine with that i'm fine with i'm fine with them essentially weaponizing you and me the adults in this situation when it comes down to (laughs) weaponize me go ahead because i'm I'm kind of on your side with this uh put a chip in me but when it comes to the kids that are playing your game and when when it comes to that that wider audience that might not be totally aware or that might that that probably shouldn't have like a voice in this conversation as far as what the what the business dealings of these two huge corporations are then yeah like it is gross and from that sense you probably they probably shouldn't have had it as an event in the game they probably should have kept it yeah, yeah. formalized in some way that 
you know, wouldn't expose that younger fan fan base to, or not even expose, but like wouldn't essentially weaponize that younger fan base to to blindly take a side, you know, in this corporate battle. Yeah, here I want to read the last two paragraphs of Reb's piece here. Again, Games Industry App is Rebecca Valentine. It's called uh, Epic's 1980 Fortnite video is an irresponsible irresponsible piece of corporate propaganda. God, I can't speak today. Sorry, everybody. That's from August 14th. Uh, Final two graphs here from Reb. Read like this. Actually, I'm going to give the final three. Far smarter writers than me have canvassed the issues of online hate mobs as they relate to gaming and their dangers, especially in the wake of Gamergate. It is for this reason that I cannot fathom why Epic would think it at all a good idea to try to stir up a cocktail of gamer frustration by telling an audience of millions that anyone, even a multi-billion dollar phone maker, is trying to wait, trying to take its toys away, especially when that's not entirely accurate framing of the situation. It speaks to the incredible confidence Epic has that it can get gamers on its side here. And so far, it seems to have worked. But it also reveals that Epic has figured out exactly the sway it has over its enormous audience and is prepared to use that to its own ends. This can, given the right cause, be a good thing. Earlier this year, Epic used Fortnite to screen the documentary We the People, which presents various conversations with B, uh, BIPOC uh, B, individuals. Is that uh, how? By, uh, I know that it's is, an abbreviation uh, for people of color. Yeah, uh, black indigenous people of color. Thank you very much. Uh, about their experiences in the U.S. At a time of cr- critical national backlash against racist treatment of people of color at the hands of police, Epic had the opportunity to share information and perspective on the side of human rights with its audience, and it did. Whether that grave message was effective in a virtual space where many of the audience members were dressed as Deadpool or as sentient bananas is up for debate. But it's an encouraging example of Epic recognizing the enormous platform and using it, its enormous platform and using it for good. But the second you but the second you exit the territory of advocating for human rights and enter the world of trying to drum up mob support for your giant gaming corporation against another gaming corporation, things get real weird. It begs the question of what other issues Epic will perceive as important enough to call its players to action over in the future. That's an interesting take, too. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. If you realize you have this power and you have this mob that you could go and push anywhere to to do whatever, obviously, you hope they use it for good. They've used it for good in the past. This is arguably good, right? If it was that they're going to change things up and not let Apple have this monopoly. And I'm I'm coming from their side of it. There's obviously Apple's side. yeah, but what happens when you want to take that a different route? I understand yeah. that. Yeah, it's an it's interesting like with, argument with, that's with not going power, anywhere. With, I mean, it is, it is the argument that of with great power comes great responsibility, and and Epic is very much aware of the power they have, which is why they're using it in the way that that they are. But are they are they using it right now in a way that is irresponsible? And does that lend to them in the future using that in ways that could be even more irresponsible for them uh, as a company? Like I totally, I totally see where Rebecca's coming from in that article, and I think she's right. Yeah. Oh, totally, totally uh yeah i want to read the whole thing we'll get back to you number three is a follow-up from wednesday's piece this is halo tv didn't affect halo infinite this is jonathan dornbush over at ign wednesday uh there was a conversation uh blessing that was you know about how this therat report reporting about outsourcing uh uh the trailer and then the tv played into halo's delay are yeah. you familiar Distract- with it yeah yeah the the tv show is essentially reportedly distracting them from uh focusing on the game essentially yesterday there was there was this statement provided to uh ign that didn't make yesterday's show so i wanted to get it in here so we had the follow-up to it it's a weird one because it's them denying the the 
TV show part of it, but not denying the outsourcing part of it. So I'll just let Don- Jonathan Dornbush's uh, reporting be on uh, talk. Uh, Wednesday show. Oh, that was me. That's me. <laughs> Halo's in- Halo Infinite's developer 343 Industries has shot down some of the claims of a report that surfaced earlier alleging development woes for the now delayed next Halo entry. In a statement provided to IGN by a 343 industry spokesperson, uh, the Halo Infinite developer refuted the claim in a report that the Halo TV show in the works at Showtime distracted the developer's leadership and had a major impact on Halo Infinite's development. The spokesperson labeled Infinite and the TV show as, quote, completely independent projects, end quote, whose development did not impact one another or prove a distraction, as the original report's source claimed. Quote, 343 Industries has a devoted transmedia team uh, that is working with Showtime on the creation and production of the Halo TV show. The group is separate from the Halo Infinite development team. These are two completely independent projects with dedicated teams and leadership that did do not impact uh, one another, the spokesperson said in a statement to IGN. A source, a source speaking anonymously to Therat, uh for the original report claimed the show was, quote, taking their priority instead of focusing on making sure development progress is on the right path to reaching its targeted deadline, end quote. While 343's response rebukes this claim, uh, the spokesperson did not speak to the report's claim that, quote, a significant portion of the game is being outsourced to third-party contractors, end quote, which the report describes as a source of some of Halo Infinite's alleged development problems. I don't know if there's much to add commentary-wise on that. I just think it's interesting to make sure we're presenting the entire picture here. That yeah. they, they, took, they, they went out of their way to say, hey, that one half of the story wasn't right. And didn't say anything about the second half. You're like, okay, read what you yeah. wanted to that one. Uh, and that in that throughout report, I don't think went too into detail in the in the ways that the Halo TV show were um, mm-hmm. was distracting from the actual game's development. Um, and so, like for for kind of the you know both sides situation here, the he said she said situation here, like I can I can I can dig what the statement is is saying, um, but I still do want to know more about the the outsourcing because they left that out. Yeah, one hundred percent. Uh, number four, this is a one that happened. It's a short one. Uh, it looks like we're going to get our first look at Fall Guys Season 2 momentarily. Uh, Jeff Keighley himself, the maestro of Summer Game Fest, uh, tweeted, Fall Guys is great and all, dot, dot, dot. But what if I told you there's Fall Guys Season 2? I, I would say I know that, Jeff. Jeff, it tells me that all the time on this thing, but no big deal. Uh, don't miss the world premiere sneak peek from Mediatonic during Gamescom opening night live. Uh, of course, opening night live is Thursday, August 27th. That's 11 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, we will be live reacting to it here on twitch.tv slash games. That'll go up later on youtube.com slash games. Uh, for this one, it's important to point out if you turn on Fall Guys, it tells you, of course, season one ends in 45 days, which uh, according to Google, nets out to be Monday, October 5th. So you okay. won't be getting this launch date and date but you'll be getting to see a little bit of what's happening in season two of fall guys blessing what's that do for you uh that makes a lot of sense for a second i was like how are we about to get into season two already this game just came out but it makes sense if they're just getting ahead of it to announce it i'm very excited to see what they announce because i'm still of the place of being curious to see what uh fall guys post-launch looks like like how what, what are the ways in which they are uh keeping their player base involved and interested like is it just new uh, is it just new games? Is it just new new skins, or does it go beyond that? Uh, and I also, I also want to see the beyond. I also want to see the the fruits of all these different companies wanting to get their skins in Fall Guys. Oh yeah, totally. I, I imagine they've been having so many conversations behind the scenes, and I wonder if that means that at opening night live we get to, we get a glimpse of all these different uh, uh, you know skins that could be available. Do we get that Walmart skin? Do we get? That, I bet uh, you don't get it there. I bet you don't get no? it there. 
I think this will be way more like here's a look at some of the it'll be a trailer some here's some of the new games some of the new skins I saw the chat start popping off about Halloween stuff that would make sense if you this is like your fall pack if it's launching in October Ooh, it's gonna go for a similar two weeks or whatever Ooh, Halloween nice. yeah yeah all right all right uh yeah we played a lot of this yesterday obviously there's another let's play up on youtube.com slash kind of funny games it's me Kevin Joey and Snowbike Mike trying to get Joey her first crown in fall guys um what a fun game you know what i mean like it, it, i think you know it's another one of i i yesterday stomach mike gave me some tips that really changed the game for me in terms of seesaws and stuff so i was actually having way more fun i played a lot after uh stream two got my first part of the hot dog outfit which is all i want which i know isn't an accomplishment nice. for most but i haven't been that dedicated to my fall guys game um, what are, what, wait what are the seesaw tips because I, I need some tips on seesaws when you jump to the seesaw belly flop and because you get up super fast if you jump to the seesaw and just land on your feet you fall down a lot and that it keeps you on the ground longer and then that's how i slide i was sliding off before i was having a major problem sliding off all the time once i got told that i was like oh that was yeah. fine interesting okay yeah i'm gonna keep that in mind go watch the let's play he has a whole bunch of other tips in there that you should uh, check out and then of course check out opening night live next week thursday we'll be here i'm actually taking a pause in my vacation to come live react to it with all y'all are so you really yeah, yeah oh that's exciting hey man jeff Keeley says there's gonna be fall guys i'll be there <laughs> <laughs> uh number five on the roper report iron man vr is getting a patch uh it's a free patch launching today 1.06 it includes new game modes including a new game plus which will allow you to re-experience the story without giving up your research points and unlocks for the impulse armor uh the new game plus mode will only be available once you've completed the game and if you're a hardcore player who has mastered invincible difficulty you should definitely give the new ultimate difficulty mode uh in the new patch a spin to see what you're really made of it will also include new weapons uh new custom armor decos and challenges uh, including there's going to be if you missed iron patriot on opening weekend you can get that because it's going to be eight new uh things there for you uh improved load times which is the fucking best news of this fucking patch and why yeah. i put on the news instead of the release date improved load times we've improved our load times across the board including 20 to 30 second decreases uh when loading into shanghai missions a big shout out to our engineering team for their continued efforts on this front huge i had a lot of fun with iron man vr but the loads are egregious and if you look at the reviews that's what it gets nailed for over and over and over again uh you can also skip cinematics without reloading on replay and then you also they have added, they've made some skippable side missions uh or not made them they've made them skippable uh based on feedback we received from all of you we've made two story missions skippable if you choose you can use the skip mission button at the globe to advance past these missions which will count them as completed but you'll still need to go back you'll still need to go back and complete them if you want the trophies for them so that's huge. I, it was one of those things where I was very much wondering if I, because I've been thinking about it. I want to platinum Iron Man VR, but every time I think about playing it and I'm like, I don't want to do the loads. I don't want to do this yeah. whole thing. Like the fact that that's cut down, the fact that there's more skippable stuff in that makes me way more excited to turn that back on either during vacation or after. But I was also having this converse, or conversation in my head or, uh, about this. Of I was wondering if it was just going to be something they would wait till PlayStation 5 and see if the, the power of the PlayStation 5 backwards compatible in that game being compatible with playstation vr if that would turn down load times i didn't expect a patch like this so good yeah. on camouflage for making that happen good on them do you think that game will get a uh, dlc mm -hmm. or any sort of like post-launch like do you or even like a ps5 re-release that is here's iron man vr redux or something like that i don't think it'll get a re-release because it won't there won't be a playstation vr 2 at launch but mm -hmm. i could see it getting more dlc i could see that already being part of the plan and i shouldn't say more i could see getting dlc just a few more missions or whatever to keep you going even if they're just shooting galleries or something like that yeah i'm, I'm a surprise but I, I say that surprised that they did this so i don't know actually yeah that's pretty uh, cool. yeah very cool 
Six and final on the Roper Report, we have information for Crisis coming to PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Epic Game Store. Uh, this is our press release. Hot on the heels of its Nintendo Switch release, Crytek announced today that Crisis, <laughs> Crisis Remastered is coming to PC, uh, Xbox One, and PS4 on September 18th. The game will be, be available as a digital release via the Epic Game Store, the PlayStation Store, and the Microsoft Store for $29.99. Uh, co-developed with Saber Interactive, the classic first-person shooter will focus on the original game's single-player campaign and is slated to contain high-quality textures up to 8K, HDR support, temporal anti-aliasing, screen space direction occlusion, global illumination, state-of-the-art depth fields, new light sensors, motion blur, parallax occlusion mapping, screen space reflections and shadows, as well as new and updated particle effects and more. Further addition can be found. <laughs> Further additions, such as ray tracing, enhance the game with a major visual upgrade. Uh, this will be the first time a Crytek uh, game, yeah, that's right, will feature ray tracing on Xbox One and X and PlayStation 4 Pro, powered by the Crytek's proprietary software based on ray tracing solution. The PC version will additionally support NVIDIA DLSS technology and hardware based ray tracing, including NVIDIA's VK Ray Vulcan extension for NVIDIA GeForce RTX GPU. Jesus. There you go, you dorks. I'm you I'm know? glad that they're living up to their legacy and making this thing seemingly a, a technical powerhouse. Like the the idea that they're going for ray tracing on PS4 Pro um and uh Xbox One X. I'm curious to see like how good that looks and how how well they pull it off because it seems like they're doing it from the the software side as opposed to the to the hardware side. Yeah. And I don't know that much about ray tracing and so I, I don't know how difficult that is to do, but that seems that seems like a like a a big undertaking. So kudos to them for trying it out and I'm I'm curious to see how well that works. Yeah, obviously Crisis is a game that is only ever lauded for being technical. It's very technical. <laughs> Go get it. Uh, Blessing, I'm looking forward to games that aren't technical, so I'm going to ask you about a listen a little bit. But first, I'm going to tell you about our sponsor. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, you go to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames where you can get each and every episode of Kind of Funny Games daily ad-free. But that's not the one you're watching. So right now, I'm going to tell you about our sponsor, DoorDash. Uh, between never-ending laundry cycles and incoming emails, you've got plenty to, on your to-do list. Uh, give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take control of your next meal. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open DoorDash's app. Uh, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contact deliver contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, uh, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Uh, Tim, Andy, Greg, that's me, and all the crew have been going nuts about the Popeye's Spicy Chicken Sandwich. You can get it delivered right now with DoorDash. That is true. Tim sold me on it on a happy hour call with uh, me, Jen, and Gia last week, and we immediately ordered it, and it was delicious, and we used DoorDash. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code GAMES. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code GAMES. Don't forget, that's code GAMES for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. Blessing, have you eaten the chicken sandwich yet? The Popeye's one? No, I've not. There's just there's no Popeyes near me, and so like it's it's it, if I wanted to go to Popeyes, Stop I really have to go out of my that. way. It's, it's Yesterday, it's Kevin like was willing a five to take minute you. Drive. He was willing to take you. Wait, it's a five minute drive where? To Popeyes. Oh my god! Do you know where Sarah Monte is? 
I, I don't know if you knew this, Kevin. I moved here in January oh and I had a month God. before everything uh, everything changed. So I don't yeah, know where Monty is. Uh, I, there, that's my blessing, confession. There you blessing. go. Is it right below me? Is it five We've away? been to the mall like at least was once that together. In, was that a, in Saramonte? Yes. Blessing. Remember? I'm excited for you to eat the Popeye's chicken sandwich, but I have a feeling that's so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grop shops, where would I go? You'd go to the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah. Today, when we move, because Kevin's gonna help me move, right? When you help me move, let's let's go to Popeyes or 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 blessing. How about after the meeting today? And then we just get it done. P.S. I love you. Recording early. P.S. I love you, man. God, and I'm I'm doing that too, huh? Yeah, you have to do that. You can't yeah. even go get Popeyes. Well, here's the thing: two out of three. What the fuck's Greg gonna do? Start the show without us? We make his That's ass wait. That's a good point. We outnumber him. Do I get a chicken sandwich? <laughs> I mean, you can come with. Yeah, you. I mean, you can. It will take thirty minutes longer. Out today, Harvest Moon, Mad Dash on Xbox One, New Super's Lucky's Tale on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, Party Panic on Xbox One, The Blobs Fight on Xbox One, PGA Tour, 2K21, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, Samurai Jack, Battle Through Time, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. There's a Let's Play of that on YouTube.com slash Games under the First Impressions feed. You can get it as a podcast, too. Blessing you were on, and how is Samurai Jack, Battle Through Time? It's really cool. Like it, it is a a fun little. Uh, uh, I mean, Samurai Jack game, right? And yeah. With that, like, if you, if you've seen the gameplay, like, you kind of get what you see where it is. Hey, you're playing a Samurai Jack. It is a cool, stylish world. You're running through. You're chopping down enemies. Really fun game. Okay. Uh, Alcana, uh, four rhythms across the blue. PS4 Switch. Dungeon Scavenger, Xbox One. Even the Ocean on Switch. Paratopic on Switch. One Line Coloring on Switch. Indigo on Switch. 4x4 Dirt Track on Switch. Uh, the Dreamcatcher, PC. Alien Cat 7, PC. Cassis, PC. Uh, Citadel, uh, The Awakened Spirit, PC. Shell Corp, PC. Quorn, Armada Tactics, PC. Space Bar at the End of the Galaxy, PC. Um, that's interesting. I just have Saturday, August 22nd. <laughs> something must have come out. I uh, screwed something up. EXO uh, uh, 1 Prologue launches for, for free on Steam today. Uh, and then Inmost is on PC and Nintendo Switch today. 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 Did you play today. any of that? Inmost? Inmost? Yeah. I started it and I had the sound down. I was like, oh, maybe I could. And I was like, wow, there's a lot of presentation to this game. No, I need to not play this this way. Okay. Yes, I started too. And it is. it was not what I was expecting from that game. It is. Yeah, yeah. It looks very, very puzzly. Like, how do you open the door? What do you do here? Yeah, and like it is very slow. Very uh, kind of has somewhat of a horror vibe to, uh, to it. Okay. There, like when we, when we it was it was in that um, was it in the town direct? Oh, indie, it was. The, yeah, indie the, world indie, the indie world. Yeah. Yeah, it was part of that, and I think all of us saw it. We were like, "Oh snap! This has a cool art style. Oh snap! This looks like a cool, fun platformer." It does not seem like a platformer. It seems very, very much slower paced. Very much like methodical. You are going through this narrative ordeal and it is not it is not a fun situation that your character is in at all bless greg it's time to squat up this is where one of you writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games giving us your name username platform of choice and why you need help in a video game i read it here the best friends come and find you and everybody plays games together today graham needs help on psn graham's name is graham the lamb g-r-a-m the lamb all one word hey 
KFGDC. Kind of funny games daily crew. Uh, long time listener, first time poster. Loving all the great content that's keeping me sane during these trying times. I've always been primarily into single player games, currently around 30 hours into Persona 5 Royal, but I find myself wanting to jump into Fall Guys to see what the fuss is about. To any KFBFs who want to play some Fall Guys, my PSN is Graham the Lamb with a capital G. I don't think that matters. You're fine. Uh, I'm on UK time and will be on most nights and weekends. Keep doing what you're doing, Graham. If you want to play Fall Guys with Graham the Lamb, hit up Graham the Lamb. Go get him. Have some fun. Do your thing. Uh, time for You're Wrong. Uh, this is where people are watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, uh, roosterteeth.com, and listening on podcast services around the globe. Uh, looks like we got one wrong, and then I got two things from Nano. Uh, Nanobiologist says, Greg, you're correct. You can't buy that Fortnite merch, the free Fortnite merch. Thank you. It is only available in the Sunday's uh, tournament. If you win in the tournament, you would get it. Nanobiologist then goes, it's worth mentioning regarding the Marvel Fortnite logo. It features Donny Cates Thor that is a Galactus Herald and fought against the darkness. This is the new Thor run that features the Justice League dying too. Well, there you go. They got a bunch of different stuff about Polygon here. Is that like a DC Marvel crossover? I think it's more of like a tongue-in-cheek DC Marvel crossover than they actually killed the Justice League. I vaguely Uh, remember this. As Nano does, he uh, sends me a link here. Uh, Crossovers between... This is a spoiler thing. Yeah, so if you well, you know, if you want to, it's it's like silhouettes and like clearly that's the Daily Planet. Okay, like, I can just like do it if you the, want. It's like how the boys is basically the Justice League, but not the Justice League. No, no, it's way more on the nose than that. We're reading from IGN.com. This is Jesse uh, Shreden. Uh, uh, God, I haven't worked with Jesse in so long. I've forgotten how to say his last name. It's Jesse from IGN who does all the comic stuff and who is great. Um, she Sheedin. God, I can't believe I've forgotten how to say this man's name. Uh, anyways, we're doing spoilers. This is spoilers from Thor number two. This is also January. You probably know by now. Uh, the Justice League versus the Black Winter. Because um, I think that's what they're calling him when he's uh, Galactus. I don't know. Uh, the new series first introduced a brand new villain in the form of Black Winter, a cosmic plague that devours entire universes. Even Galactus is powerless against the Black Winter. Thor has now formed a reluctant alliance with the Devourer of Worlds. Uh, that's Galactus. He's become Galactus's new herald, gaining new powers and a new costume in the process, and is helping guide Galactus to five energy-rich worlds that contain enough power to destroy the Black Winter. Thor number two opens with a glimpse of another universe being consumed by the Black Winter. We see heroes of that Earth rising up to battle this fo- foe, including a sun god in a red and blue costume, a god of emerald light, a dark god, and other members of a League of Gods. This passage is clearly referencing members of the traditional Justice League lineup, Superman, Green Lantern, Batman, Aquaman, Flash, and Wonder Woman. I'm showing it. Thank you very much. So that's awesome, and I did not know that, and that's cool. Um... And then Marley Nito has our one you're wrong for the day. We missed a platform on out today. Samurai Jack is also free on Apple Arcade today. So it's also available. Apple Arcade. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a post show to do on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. But thank you for watching live. Remember, we are kind of funny games daily each and every weekday on a variety of platforms. We run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you'd like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Uh, Roosterteeth.com podcast services around the globe. Uh, next week, we have another week, but I am off except for the one thing of reacting. So here's how it shakes out. Uh, your host for next week, go like this. Monday, Blessing and Tim. Tuesday, Blessing and the busiest lady in the business, Andrea Renee from What's Whoa. Good Game. Wednesday, uh, Tim and Gary Witta. Thursday, Blessing and Imran. Friday, Blessing and Imran.
You excited, Blessing? I'm very excited. You Sounds love like working. Week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, we got a post show to do on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. But remember, it's been our pleasure to serve you.